The text for today's message is taken from our gospel reading from Mark chapter 1. I'll read the opening verses again. It says, As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. If you would bow your heads with me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who came to heal those who were sick. We ask that you help us to be more like him. Help us to bring your healing love to those in need. Strengthen us to pray for those who are searching and move in us to proclaim that your kingdom has come. We ask this all in the holy and precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and all God's people said, Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In 1985, there was a song that was released by a hymn writer by the name of Michael Card. And the name of the song that he sang was The Gentle Healer. That song is a story of our gospel text for today. And I would like to share the the lyrics, the words with you today. And it goes like this. The gentle healer came into our town today. He touched blind eyes and the darkness left to stay. But more than the blindness, he took their sins away. The gentle healer came into our town today. The gentle healer came into our town today. He spoke one word. That was all he had to say. And the one who had died just rose up straight away. The gentle healer came into our town today. Oh, he seems like just an ordinary man with dirty feet and rough and gentle hands. But the words he says are hard to understand. Yet he seems like just an ordinary man. The gentle healer left our town today. I just looked around and found he'd gone away. Some folks from town who followed him, they say, the gentle healer is the truth, the life, the way. The gentle healer is the truth, the life, the way. Throughout our epiphany season, God has been revealing his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus has been revealing who he is as God's son. We heard it when Jesus was baptized there at the River Jordan by John as the heavens were torn apart and as the Father said to his Son, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We heard it as Jesus began talking about the kingdom of God had come into the world and as Jesus began to call his disciples to follow him. We heard it again last week as Jesus 
healed those who were possessed by a demon. And today we find Jesus out and about, both at the synagogue, we see him at Simon Peter's home, we see him as people bring those who are sick and of ill health to Jesus. And he touches them and he heals them. And we find that Jesus is indeed the gentle healer. Jesus is our gentle healer. And that's the theme of today's message. Sometimes we forgot, forget that God has always been our gentle healer. In Exodus chapter 15, God said to Israel, I am Yahweh, your healer. The word to heal simply means to repair, to rebuild, or to heal. It's used throughout the Old Testament, and it's directly used between God and His people Israel. He was one who healed His people. At the very core of this word, God is describing what He does to His people, that He restores them, He brings them back to their original intent or purpose. He makes us new again. That is the business of God. I want to take a moment and remember that context of Exodus chapter 15. God had just delivered his people out of Egypt. He had delivered them out of the bonds of slavery. They were going to Mount Sinai where he was going to give them the Ten Commandments. As Israel looked around and saw the other gods of of the Egyptians and of the Canaanites, they were gods who demanded something from the people. They demanded to be fed by the people. They demanded to be served by the people. They demanded to be taken care of by the people. But as we look at God, He is completely different. He is the one who comes to serve His people. He is the one who comes to feed His people. He is the one who provides for His people. He is the one who takes care of and heals His people. We look at the children of Israel in those 40 years in the wilderness. We're told by Scripture that their feet didn't swell. We're told their shoes didn't wear out. We're told that God Himself was present in their midst in that pillar of cloud and pillar of fire. He gave them good news to live by. He gave them good laws to follow. He gave them laws to, as far as what to eat or what not to eat so that they would stay healthy and strong. He gave them all that they needed. He was in the business of bringing health and healing to His people. And as we move to the days of Jesus Christ, we see a world that's filled with all kinds of challenges. There is poverty and persecution. There is prostitution and all kinds of illness and diseases. And it seems that just about everywhere that Jesus went, He heals those who are sick, those who are in need, as He talks about the kingdom of God coming into their lives. He healed as a demonstration that the kingdom of God is real, that it's there in their presence that people can be a part of the kingdom of God. He reminds them that God's presence is there with Him on earth just as it is in heaven. 
And just a side note, do you remember the words that John the Baptist spoke as he was in prison and as he sent his disciples to Jesus? He asked them, are you the one who was to come? Or should we expect someone else? And Jesus spoke these words. He said, go back and report to John what you hear and what you see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Almost everything that Jesus does here is to bring healing and health to God's people. He identified himself as the one who heals and brings God's kingdom into this world. And so we come to this first chapter of Mark's Gospel. Again, as Pastor Al mentioned last week, Mark talks about things happening, one thing after another. Everything is immediate. Jesus is baptized. We hear God's voice. Jesus goes out into the wilderness where he's tempted by Satan. He begins to proclaim that God's kingdom is coming into the world. He calls the disciples to follow him. And then he goes to the synagogue and he begins to preach. And there's a demon-possessed man and he drives the, the evil demon out of the man. He goes to Simon Peter's home. Simon Peter's mother-in-law is sick with a fever. And Jesus takes her by the hand and heals her. And then people throughout that community begin to bring those who are sick and ill to Jesus. So that he might touch them and heal them. Jesus is the gentle healer. So after Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead, what were his followers to do? Were they to continue this healing ministry? Absolutely. We're told in the letter of James that he talks about those who are ill, and he says these words. He says, is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church, to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. And in the years that followed Jesus, did the church take on that same healing posture that Jesus had? Again, absolutely. Christians became known as those who brought healing to those who were ill. They cared for those who were sick. They built hospitals. They took care of orphans and widows. Christians became known as the healing community as they shared Christ's love with those around them. And what about today? Do God's people continue that healing ministry? Again, absolutely. Do miracles still occur? I would say yes. God can work his miracles in the lives of people. I can tell you the story of a, a woman that was a part of my home congregation. She had a daughter in my class. Her name was Gwen. She had cancer. And as she went to the doctors, they did all kinds of x-rays to look at where the cancer was and how it was growing in her body. They developed a plan of treatment. Part of that treatment was to do surgery and to remove that cancer from her body. But right before they did the surgery, they wanted to do one more scan of her body. And as they scanned her body, they found no cancer. Absolutely none. 
They were baffled by what had happened. They looked at the old scans and the new scans, and she asked them what happened, and they said, we can't explain what happened, other than it was a miracle. It was a miracle. You can talk to people of our own congregation about the healing that they have received. It is almost miraculous in some cases. It is miraculous in others. You can talk to Kevin Mowry about the healing that God gave to him. You can talk to Carol Jolson about the healing that God gave to her. You can talk to Marla Hamlin about the healing that God gave to Marla. God is still in the work of healing. Sometimes in wonderful ways, sometimes in simple ways. When I was serving a church in Omaha, Nebraska, there was a man who was a part of our contemporary band. He played the drums and he had cancer as well. I went to the hospital to see him. I was a little bit concerned. I was thinking about what I was going to say. I was thinking about the prayer that I was going to pray and I was kind of serious. It was a serious moment for me. I walked into his room and he said, how are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm doing great. How are you doing? He said, I'm doing wonderful. And I was a little bit puzzled. I didn't know if he had gotten some good news. And I said, are you still sick or do you still have your cancer? He said, yes. But he had the most wonderful faith because this is what he said. He said, you know, God is going to heal me one way or the other. God is going to heal me. He said he may do a miracle in my life and heal me that way. He may work through the doctors and the medicine that they give me. He may heal me that way. Or he may call me to my heavenly home and give me that complete healing in my life. But one way or the other, he's going to heal me. I think back to that conversation often because I went in to, to give him a, a word of encouragement, but he encouraged me. I went in to talk about our faith, but he strengthened my faith. He knew that God was with him. He knew that God would heal him, and he was simply waiting for God to act. Sometimes we don't always know the answers or how God is going to work. Sometimes it puzzles us, and God just wants us to wait on Him. But God's ministry has never changed. It has always been about God at work healing His people, caring for those in need, bringing His kingdom into the lives of people. And Jesus reminds us of that today. Jesus is still at work in our world. He is still all around us. He still invites us to join Him. He reminds us of His love. He reminds us of His grace. He reminds us that His life was given for us so that we might have life with Him. His work has always been to redeem and to restore us to our original intent because Jesus is our gentle healer. He's always been in the business to bring us to our heavenly home. That's his plan as he is at work in your life and at mine. And to that all God's people can say, Amen.